this is the first time we're finally settled into our new home here on the other side of our community. It's the first time I've been able to record in the middle of the morning without construction noise going on in the background, which is funny. It's quite nice. Yeah. Before we had to sort of time it when the construction crew was on their lunch break. And so we'd scramble. Once we hear all the construction start, we'd scramble upstairs, get everything set up. And then we'd have to do it in a very short amount of time before all the dinging and construction noise was back on. So we are very thankful for the new house. Very peaceful, very quiet. And it just feels like a mental, like my yeah. brain can take a deep breath. <laughs> it's crazy. I didn't realize how much my life was scheduled around the schedule of the construction in the old house. Yeah. Now we're in this house. I'm like, oh, there's not noise going on this time of day. Like I can go record a podcast or record a voiceover for a video. And it's, it's definitely a change of pace, which is quite nice. <laughs> yeah. It Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's all I can say is yes. And we're very thankful. Yeah. Um, but even in regards to just changing location and homes in our current community, uh, we've been going through a great series called Godspeed with some other missionaries serving in Mexico. We've been doing it via Zoom meeting, as I'm sure many of you have come accustomed to during this time of the coronavirus stuff going on, just doing a lot more online video calling. But for us, it's been a great time just to be online with them and discuss things from the series and just really see what it means to truly be involved in your current community and how God can use you in that. Yeah, and this whole Godspeed overview, I mean... From what I can tell, there's probably about, what would you say, like 45 minutes, an hour-long video. And the whole idea of Godspeed is walking at the speed of God, going at God's pace instead of running forward. Sort of a North American mentality is go, 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 do, 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 fast, fast, fast. And so this whole study was about going at God's speed and really investing into your parish, into your community, and that's where you begin. And so with that whole thought process in mind... Uh, we, as we were going along a study and also with some other Bible studies that we've been doing with other people, um, and also a study that we've been doing together as a couple, just the Lord has just been using all this material and just really speaking to our lives. Like we've spent two years in this community. We don't need to move on. We can continue to stay here and invest. And so once we decided to continue investing in this community, instead of moving to another part of the city, um, where it just sort of made sense for work-wise, um, just this house opened up and it's just was such a good opportunity. So yeah, so that's why we're in the new house. We're just very thankful that just the Lord sort of moved within four days and we're in this house. And it's, I could just go on and on about just the blessings and mm-hmm. just the grace that we've seen God move and just these silly little things that we had on our, our house, but better list like closets or screens on the bathroom window. So geckos won't, won't surprise you when you get into the shower. You know, it's just like silly little things, but God provided in this house. But it's enough on the house. More about the, <laughs> more about the study. More about the study. <laughs> Yeah, so for us, we've been going through the study with our teammates, and it's probably, what was it, an eight-week study, or how long was it? Um, yeah, I want to say eight weeks. Eight weeks, yeah. So it's not a super long study, but long enough to kind of dive to kind of dive deeper into each section each week. I remember the first few weeks, either week one or week two, uh, just really opened my eyes again to what it means to know what's going on around you and where you should be focused on the people. Like, for example, uh, one of the exercises I had you do in one of the studies was to draw out your parish. And basically your parish is just where you physically live, like in your home or in your workplace, is where you're present. And for us, we drew out a parish of just basically where we live and where we're involved in. And so like we drew circles, like our first circle was with those who are like we're physically closest to, like just those in our community, um, those who we live close to and all the names of people we knew who lived around us. And the next circle we drew of other names of more friends who live maybe in the surrounding or in the town that we live in, and like more of the surrounding little neighborhoods around us, wrote down their names, the friends we had. 
And then we drew a bigger circle of other friends we had in the area that were further away. And then we drew like another circle of friends we had back maybe in the States or church family, stuff like that. Um, you just how like they all work together for your community and how it's amazing to have so many people from different circles or different parts of your life be involved in your life and vice versa. But the thing we also realized too is just how important it is to truly invest more time to to those who are closest to you or around you close. Right. What am I trying to say there? Those who are closest those to you. Those who are closest to you. Words get mixed up here. <laughs> so for us, it's just a great time to draw out that map and physically see, like, these are the names of the people who we live closest to. And so we make sure we're spending more time investing into these people who we see on a daily basis, spending more time getting to know their, their stories, their background. Um, if you haven't learned their name already, make sure we get to know their name because if we learn this study as well, like, names are powerful. And I'm sure Sarah can talk more about that too, about how names are... Our names are like our identity that God's God has given us. And so for us drawing out the circles is a great reminder to refresh our thoughts and our process of even just living abroad on the mission field about how to be really more invested in our inner circle of people for missions. And the whole reason why we keep saying parish is because this study is based off. So how the study is constructed is that there's a short film that you watch at the beginning and then there's an eight week series and then it's also a booklet that has sort of a week-by-week -week entries that go along with a corresponding about 10-minute video per series. And you can find all of these documents and all of the information at livegodspeed.org. Let me look at that up. Yep, livegodspeed.org. So it's L-I-V-E-G-O-D-S-P-E-E-D.org. And you can find all the material there and just sort of what we're talking about. But the summary, the idea of the video is that we say perish because it's about a missionary pastor who lives in Scotland and he has to adjust his North American fast-paced mindset to I'm going to do all this for God to slowing down to what the Scottish villages what life in the village is there and so he goes along talking about how just his adjustment and really getting to know the neighbors like truly getting to know them with tea and just spending hours with them and walking from place to place um, from house to house and everybody knows everybody um, just that adjustment has really made him view view the Lord and how that's really shaped him and his walk with Christ. So like we were saying is that the Lord really used the study and some other things to sort of correspond to speak into our lives and what we we're going through, which is completely the power of the Holy Spirit and how the Spirit does that. But mm -hmm. Yeah, for this series is a great time just to kind of step back and take a pause from just our our busyness of life and of schedules. And it's crazy for us that it just so happened that when we're going through the study, we're in a world of crisis where the world's on pause pretty much. And so we're kind of forced to take a step back and pause. But and go slow. And go slow. <laughs> so it's good to go through the study and to really focus on what it means to go slow in Christ. At the same time, too, the study really focuses a lot on how to be like countercultural to today's culture. Like today, there's such an, uh, a push to be investing a lot of time into our online communities. Like whether it's um, social media, so like Instagram or Facebook or like um other platforms like watching movie series on netflix or on youtube or whatever it is there's so much push to always be present and portraying yourself online and connecting online that we have lost the focus to slow down and be present to those around us who are physically around us just because today we're such a connected world as we've seen through the online community which is a great community and we love like that's part of what we do is online community like it's really important to our life but at the same time when you lose the focus on those who are physically around you, you're really missing out on a lot of key opportunities to really know people who are real people who are around you 
not saying people online aren't real people, but knowing the people around you physically and their stories is huge because those are the people God's put you around for a reason. And there's a reason you're there physically living next to that person. And there's a reason why you're going to work side by side with that person in the factory day by day in and day out. Like there's a reason God's put you next to those people. And it's our job to take time to be present with those people's lives and get to know their stories as well. Mm-hmm. So along with getting to know your parish, it's and investing well into your parish and your community and to love your neighbor. A part of that is to know names. It's powerful when someone asks you a question and instead of saying like amigo, how it's so common in Mexico to say amigo, just to address someone. It's, it's powerful when you say, Hey, Ethan, what is the Lord teaching you? Or uh, we have some mentors of ours who are very intentional about inserting our name into the questions and it just feels so much more personal it sort of draws you in it really makes you evaluate and think like wait this this question about my spiritual health and where i'm at with the lord it's not like a rhetorical question it's it's me so how do i truly apply this and so just really reaching out to others and saying their names and i mean name has power you know you think about all the different names of the lord uh jehovah jireh it's really the only one I can think of right now. <laughs> I have a whole list of them. Hold on, I can find it. But, you know, just all the different names of God and how powerful that is when you think about, like, the Lord is peace, the Lord is a provider, the Lord is with you. You know, all the different meanings all throughout the New Testament and Old Testament and how very specific that is, it really makes you pause and think and go deeper. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the names of God, but even just thinking about how God called people out of scripture by name. Like mm-hmm. when he called to Moses from the burning bush, he called Moses or... It's personal. It's personal. Like he's reaching out to that person because there's a name attached to them. Or even in the New Testament where Jesus like gives his disciples new names and that attach a huge amount of meaning to those names because that's important to God. And it's important that we have names and that's the sense of our identity. So that's powerful when we use that to get to know the people around us. When we use their names, um, it's powerful. And I know for a lot of people, and even for me, like we just use like, well... Learning people's names is super hard for me, so I decided not to do it. I just use general, like, hey, hey, how are you doing? Or, like, here in Mexico, like, hey, amigo. Like, but the reality is, like, names are powerful to use. And for me, like, it's sometimes hard to remember people's names. Like, I have to constantly, like, say it over and over again in my head, or I have to write down my phone, or I have to, wait, like, just be around with people who are always saying that other person's name to memorize it. But it's no excuse not to get to know someone's name because that's me making excuses of not wanting to invest into that person's life. And so, it's not easy for everybody. Like I definitely say for some people, it's just easier to get to know people's names. Um, but it's no excuse for us not to get to know our neighbor's names and just how powerful that is to be said to know that person's name. Yeah, one of the verses we read through going this, while going through this study is found in 1 John chapter 4, um, starting verse 20. And it says, If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. And I feel like these two verses here are just kind of a just kind of a huge summary of this series that we went through and just really refocusing on what it means to to love our brothers and our sisters and our neighbors well. Because as the verses says, like if we're not loving those around us well, then how can we say we're true followers of Christ loving God as well? Like and yes, we're fallen and broken people and this it's like, I mean, for us, it's good for us to go through this study and God's word to be reminded of what it means to really be focused on those around us. But these two verses are powerful. And what God's saying here is he wants us to love those around him well, because the same way God loves us, he wants us to show that love to those around us. 
And if we're choosing not to set aside time to be present with those in our workplace or be present with our families or be present with our neighbors, uh, we're choosing not to show God's love to those around us. And that's the very thing God wants us to do is to love other people well because in the same way he has loved us well even when we don't deserve it. And so I think that's been one of the biggest reminders for me going through the study is, is the importance of taking time to love other people well. No matter if it's with my next door neighbor or with my coworker or someone I meet while walking down the street, like it's my job and should be my passion to love those people well, to take time to see how they're doing and not just asking the, the surface questions, but asking questions just to really get to know that person and their story. And I think this has been one of the most impactful things for me in this study is the power of knowing people well and their story and loving them well as God has loved me. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we can think about, man, we want to be extraordinary or radical or passionate for God, which is all great things, but what about daily compassion? What about living just an ordinary life, but being faithful and obedient to God and living that out? And so um, this was a really good study about thinking about how do we use our ordinary lives and use that for God, you know, truly live it out with compassion for our neighbors and knowing them well and, and just being present. That's Godspeed. That's what it's about. It's about showing up, um, not only mentally, but also physically. physically. Yeah. And just being there and being present for people on your everyday life. I mean, maybe commit to, if you can, under the world circumstances, um, going out for 15 minutes a day for 40 days and just praying for your community and I guess people would call it a prayer walk, but really just being intentional for 15 minutes, being present and see who you meet, see who the Lord puts in your path, see what kind of conversations you can. Maybe sometimes it's just a hi, or maybe you just have to ask a question like, hey, how's your day today? Or, or even what's your name if you don't know them? You know, just start little conversations. Your friends who you invest your time with start out as strangers and then they become acquaintances then then they become friends and then that's when you build the trust between one another where you can speak into their life not not crazy radicalness i mean the lord can do that yes but a lot of times it's just meeting people where they're at and just really investing time into a friendship in order to share the gospel with them mm -hmm. so as we say we like just highly recommend if you're interested in learning more about um, this topic about what it means to know your parish well we highly recommend this series uh, called Godspeed, and as Sarah said, you can look that up in the show notes below the website, and go check it out. We highly recommend it. It's a great study. So kind of changing gears too, and just really to the topic of this podcast that we, we make and create for you guys. Um, we're actually working on another project right now that's uh, pretty big that we're kind of focused on for this year, and we can't talk too much about it yet, but we're definitely excited to share more about that in the future with you all, and just what God has planned for that project. But anyways, in terms of this podcast, like we want to make sure we're doing this podcast well and to the best of, our ability, best of our ability also. And so I think we just need some time to kind of put this podcast on pause for a while to kind of get focused more on this other project that we're working on and to hopefully come back to this podcast in the future. Uh, we also want to share more missionary stories from around the world. And so we're still kind of working on how that's going to look. But for the time being, we just need to, like we said, just need to, to really focus on this other project that God has before us right now. And... Yeah, we hopefully one day come back to this podcast with some better stories and share more about life on the mission field. But we hope you guys understand and we encourage you just to um, continue following what God's calling you to do. And feel free to follow us on, on YouTube or also just on our, our Instagram pages. We'll have those linked down in the show notes. But yeah, follow along the journey with us. We continue to create content and share our lives as missionaries and serving abroad. And we just 
know that we appreciate you all and we hope you guys are encouraged by this podcast and are excited to go out and to get to know your neighbors better. Until then, hasta luego, amigos. Hasta luego.